visiting with our Shap of the Week, Stephen Kreider. And Stephen, I think I like the role that you kind of carved out for yourself. And it's similar to what Isaiah has done and a lot of you guys with the addition of Nakia a few years ago. And there's a lot of unselfishness in that running back room. Talk a little bit about how your role came about. In the running back room, we all have the idea that we're in this to win football games and for our team. And, uh, you know, Nakia is probably one of the best running backs in the state. For us to get to block for him is awesome. And when we make blocks and he scores touchdowns, it makes us feel good. It makes everybody feel good. I like that because it's the same idea that Luke Wilkins shared a couple of weeks ago. It's like, look, man, you know, we're not going to get our name in the paper and we don't really care. There'll be one day where that dude's running all over, you know, some Big Ten opponent running for Wisconsin, and we're going to look up and said used to block for that guy. So it's it's interesting to see that the running back room is the exact same way. It's how can we help the rest of the ball club and how can we gain an identity? And so far, it seems like the identity of this football team, in addition to the unselfishness of it, do whatever it takes to win games. Coach Dodge always talks about being unselfish and doing it for others, and uh, we've kind of just picked up on that through Shapmaker and all the off-season work. Is you can, you got to pull the rope and you got to do what the the team needs you to do not other people's roles and uh the running back room has definitely picked up on that you know Luke said it right is we don't really care if we get our name in the paper you know we might get a carrier to a game but it's really fun to be out there and to see Nakia break uh 60 70 yard runs hurtling over the sideline take me to that moment last week I can talk about Nakia's 50-yard run. That's great, but that's not what alarmed me or what got me excited. It's watching Blake Webster at 240, 250 pounds, almost outrunning Nakia to the end zone, how you reacted to that play, how the sideline reacted to that play. Yes, you're happy you scored, but I saw just as many pats on the back to Blake being that far down the field, kicking that last block out of the way so that Nakia could be in a position to hurdle and score. That was probably the uh, most well-executed play that we've had all season. I got a cut block on the edge. Garrett pancakes his guy. And then to see someone like Blake outrunning Nakia is, one, hilarious, and two, awesome that he nailed that guy. And then it was kind of nice to have Nakia jump right over him to put the icing on the cake. We switch gears because you have a dual role. Obviously, you have the ability to run the ball. You have the ability to catch the ball as a tailback or move over to a slot receiver. But there is one big role on on this team that you have that I think gets overlooked sometimes, especially with a junior kicker, and that's the holder. And we've learned over the process of covering Westlake when a kicker is involved, the execution process between deep snapper with John, you the holder, and Gabe the kicker. With Justin Tucker, we see... Instagram and Facebook and Twitter photos of what he would call the wolf pack. A lot of people don't understand that it's not just the kicker kicking it through the poles. It's, hey, I got to have a good snap. My guy's got to get a good snap to put it down. I got to have the right tempo, the right timing for all of it to work. You're a third of that process. Take us through your role as the holder. First off, I have to get everybody set on the line, make sure that there's 11 men on the field, which there happens to not be 11 on the field quite a bit. I think I kind of have the easiest job out of it all. You know, John's a great snapper. He gets the ball back fast enough to where no one can block it. Gabe, honestly, is very underrated. I think he's an amazing kicker. He doesn't miss field goals, and he makes me look good because I'm the one holding the ball for him. You look at that job and you say it's easy, but what I always say is like in baseball, you only have to do one thing if you pop up the ball. You have to catch it. But if you hit a ground ball, one guy has to field it, then he has to throw it, and then the other guy has to catch it. So there's so many things that have to happen in order for there to be the outcome you want. 
you're part of the outcome. So your concentration, being able to catch the ball, especially as it's snapped in the air, you know, you're 10 yards off the ball and you're taking that snap. I like the idea that there's so much execution and so much attention to detail. Do you find that the attention to detail is not just in that particular job, but just across everything that you guys do, pay close attention to the little things? Uh, Coach Dodge always says it's not a suggestion and uh, you know when we're watching film a lot of us want to just cut up and mess around but we really focus in and pay attention to what a certain player is doing on this play and on that play and as a running back if you see the linebacker lined up in this area you know he's going to come. I think as an entire team not just as offense but the attention to detail is great this year and it's obviously shown on the defense not giving up very many points or really giving up three points the past two games. They know what's coming before it's even happening. I often like to get an offensive player's view of the defense. You're you're looking at what the defense is doing and even in film when you guys are watching it all together. If you can pick out a characteristic if you can put it into one word or a couple of words what do you see from this year's defense in the first three games I see one toughness and another thing that I've seen a lot from those guys is hard work I think David Neal is one of the most hard-working people on our team he is in the film room non-stop even despite his amazing talent on the field he puts in just as many hours on the field as he does off that's really paid off for us this year. David's had such a great season to begin with. They're just a bunch of tough, nasty dudes that want to fly around to the ball. So many things that happen that none of us get an opportunity to see or hear, you know, because we're not on the sidelines or we're not in the action. What's one of the funniest things or what's a what's an interesting moment that's happened to you as as a Wesley Chaparral? What's what's one of the funnier moments you've had in a game? We have a new play in and this isn't a player, this is a coach. Coach Erline's a new coach with us this year and he's probably one of the favorites um, you know, as being funny and likable and stuff like that. And Coach Erline we have a new play called Bozo and and he does his hands together and does this big smile like a clown and whenever he calls that play to us on the field the entire team just starts cracking up and that's one of my favorite things that happens on a Friday night. I hate clowns but that's funny. The idea that a guy like Danny Amendola, 5 foot 10, 170, 185 pound guy can play 11 years in the NFL and not really be highly recruited coming out of high school. You know, the idea that you would go to Texas Tech, which is, you know, kind of a system offense and model your career after a Wes Welker type. But he's wound up coming back to Westlake over the summer and getting work in and working with you guys. I know it was a good moment for you because I know that that is somebody that you admire and look up to about the way they work and the way that they've fashioned a career. Talk a little bit about what you got out of that conversation, what you got out of that time with a guy like Amendola. You know, he was one one of the fastest people that I've ever seen in person. He doesn't he has a funky running motion, but he can really run. And he talked about hard work and uh, you know, being put down throughout the years. I've kind of liked to follow that as just hard work to never give up. When he came this summer, he kind of just made me think, you know, there's times where you're going to hear coaches tell you that you can't do this and you can't do that, but for him and what I like and the way I like to think of it is you can and just to keep going at it. Size is a big thing. How doesn't matter how big you are, you can still go block, do whatever you want against guys that are bigger than you. I was talking to Isaiah Foz and Nakia Watson before this interview. And Foz looks at me and says, you don't want to be 
on the working end of a Steven Crowder block. He doesn't look like much, but he packs a punch. That compliment from your teammates, a lot of people, they make assumptions about a player like Steven Crowder. What do you take from that comment? Very nice of Isaiah, and uh, I agree with him. I, I might not look like much, but I do like to get after people on the field. One thing that we always like to talk with our Shop of the Weeks about is motivation, preparing. What do you do on game day? We talk about goals. As a team, I know what they are. But personally, when you step on the field, what's one goal that stands out to you? Uh, my goal is to do what I'm coached to do, and uh, most of the time that is to block, and I like doing that as long as uh, I make my block and I can free up a hole for Nakia to run through or Foz to run through. And um, those are my goals is to boost the other players up, let the other guys get to shine, and uh, I really have embraced this role on the team this year, and I really like it. And if there was a song or anything that gets you motivated, you know, before the game, if you've got something spinning on your phone or anything that might get you motivated, what what would it be? It would probably be uh, Kickstart My Heart by Motley Crue. I knew I liked you. He's Stephen Crowder, our Shab of the Week. Thanks so much for doing this. Thank you.